Give it a second to try. All right, welcome back to another episode of Sooner Born and Sooner Bred, a podcast about all things OU athletics. Uh, We're a father and three sons. We have no insider information, just strong opinions. Uh, Guys, uh, everybody's here. Caleb, Pops, Shane, uh, welcome. Welcome. What up? How are you guys doing this week? Good. I'm on suicide watch. Yeah, I've been a little better. Yeah, there's been better days. I can promise you that. Um, did y'all do anything cool since the last time we talked? Cried some. <sighs> hid in the closet for a couple hours. Went out and mowed. <laughs> Fetal position. I have done no cool <laughs> things. <laughs> hey, if like on the positive note right now, uh, Shane's not a fan probably because he's a Yankees fan, but Hey, the Rangers are in the World Series now. Yeah. What's this, oh, are they, they're playing right now? Hey, they should be playing right now. It, it's going. 7 o'clock. Just, We're missing it. I'll get us a score update. We all hey, I'll, I'll, I will admit, I, I am cheering for the, the Rangers, you know. Nice. I, I, did grow, I did grow up with only three channels as a kid, which meant you did have to watch the Texas Rangers and the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, I, yeah. I like the Rangers. I've yeah. been a few Rangers games in my life. This is the same thing I, I told everybody. I said, I'm like a Rangers fan by default because in Oklahoma, you – there's a line that's drawn through Oklahoma that says if you're south of this, you have to be a Rangers fan because that's what you're going to get to watch, and if you're north of it, you're a Cardinals fan because that's what you got to watch. And yeah, if you're a latecomer, you're a Royals fan. Yeah, right? if the Royals yeah. are ever any good, you get <laughs> yeah, to be a Royals no, no, fan. Well, I mean, they won the World Series, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a Royals fan." So. Yeah. I kind of latched on to the Cardinals there for a little while just because the Rangers were never going to win, and here we are. Here we are. Finally, Rangers are up three nothing at the moment, middle middle of the fifth. Nice. So it, it's like the Seahawks. Like we became Seahawks fans by the weirdest of ways because I became a Seahawks fan because I thought we were Seahawks fans just by default because Dad brought home raincoats, Seahawks raincoats, and I was like, "We're Seahawks fans." boys. I was like, "Holy crap!" He, he randomly comes home with some uh, Minnesota Viking shirts, or jerseys. One no, time. no, no, that was that the neighbor. Was, that was Geiger. I know. Yeah, yeah Don Geiger brought those home. I was to like, us. "Oh, I guess we're Vikings fans." <laughs> and then we really were when Adrian Peterson went <laughs> yeah. there. Like every OU fan out there. All right. Well, and that was that was a bright spot this week. Was the Seahawks throwback unis hey, on it, Sunday, and they won. Does those that, were those were gorgeous. Those does were that gorgeous. make you feel awful though inside? Like when you sent that to me or sent that to us, and I looked at it, yeah. I was like, those are just the uniforms they wore when we were, like, younger. And now they're yeah. a throwback. Like, that's well, bull that's, crap. Kind of stinks. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, they, they haven't been able to do that because of the helmet rule in the NFL. You but know, those, you can't. Those helmets, th- those those unis are awesome. What's the helmet rule? They are. It, well, they, they used to, you couldn't wear a different helmet. And so you couldn't have a, a different colored helmet or anything like that, which they changed, I think, two as a, years ago. As opposed to your regular helmet? Like, yeah, so like right. Green, so, Green so, Bay so, could so, do yeah. a throwback because Green Bay's helmet hasn't changed, essentially. Yeah. 
We're so at... I, mean, I think you could like leave a sticker off or you could do something like that. But so like, you know, yeah, Green Bay. The so you, couldn't, you can't change the color of your helmet, things like that. Right. I mean, the, the so, Green Bay uh, throwback helmet was just yellow, wasn't it? Like yellow with, a, with a, so. like a brown stripe down the middle or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, something like that. But it, was, it wasn't like a massive change. Like the Seahawks helmet's a huge change. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, yeah. so it's a whole different color scheme. So, you you know, you couldn't really do the throwback unless you could go back to the silver helmet. And so they had the navy blue helmets now. And so the silver does look always, good. It is. It's sharp. It does. It's Especially, just, yeah, it kind of makes I, you like, man, guess, why did they ever change? I guess I've never noticed that, that they don't have, like when they have away jerseys, they don't have away helmets, do they? No. Mm-mm. I've never, I've never, yeah. I've just, I mean, they can now. I've never thought of that, to. I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. let's discuss the train wreck that occurred. Mm. It's Monday night. We're recording this. Uh, couldn't get together on Sunday. We had to have an extra day to, yeah, probably best that chill. we, uh, but uh, let's just start on the defense. That's probably the best of the two uh, units or three units that went out there. Uh, for me, observation-wise, I look at the defense and say, you know, they got gashed at times in the run game. Was that, And that was surprising to me because I thought they were really good on run defense throughout the year. Uh, felt like that – I think the movement really threw them off. I, I, I would have thought that it wouldn't have, have caught them as much off guard as it did at times. And then the other thing that just – that kills me is I, I look back and go, they, you know – they really did have an opportunity to seal the deal, and you got somebody like Key Lawrence who drops a a sure thing interception, and you know, and then your last drive, you just you can't get off the field. Which, not all on them, obviously. We'll talk about the the unit that I thought was the cause of all of it. But uh, what do you guys think about the defense? Flat. They come out flat. They played blah all game long. Yeah, I mean, I would say they had to. There was a few bright moments on interception. Well, uh, three three takeaways. Yeah, right? three takeaways. But the rest of the time, they were just. It it, it kills you when da- when Danny Stutzman goes down. That hurt. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Kent that's. Lewis did a good job. He did, but you're not replacing Danny. No, you're not going to replace. Now him. you give me Danny and Kip Lewis, and let's let roll with that. Let Canick take a, a back seat for a little bit and see how that goes. Maybe yeah. Canick made some mistakes too. He's I mean, made a lot of mistakes. He's he's had a lot of good moments, but he's also had a lot of mistakes. I think I think the problem for Canick is Canick's playing the tougher position. He's having to call a lot of plays and things like. He's having to make a lot of decisions. I think mentally right now, I I don't think the game for me it doesn't seem like. I think he's doing better this year in some of that aspect of being able to to make the adjustments that he needs to but i don't feel like i think because of all that weight the game hasn't slowed down as much for him yet and i don't i have no idea why peyton bowen is not on the field more he was hurt i know he was banged up he played he played in this game though he was banged up i you've got to look at this this coaching staff doesn't put guys if, out if somebody's there, banged, they're banged up, up they're not they shouldn't play if they're banged up Matoir, if they're good Matoir enough to play one snap, they should be good enough to play all the snaps. Mm-hmm. And he is the best, one of the best players on the team. He needs to be on the freaking field. Yes, he does. Key Lawrence out of there and let let Bowen I, take his spot. I, I agree 100%. If Peyton Bowen I, can play, he needs to be he on needs the field. He needs to be on the field. 
If Nick Anderson can play, he needs to be on the field. Agreed. We're not talking about Every offense. Every down. Shane, what are your thoughts on the defense? Well, I thought the defense played definitely well enough to win. In fact, I mean, when you really look at it, you think, okay, you, you take away the touchdown they let them have, and that's that's six points. You're at 32. You take away the touchdown the offense gave up on the on the pick six. That's 25. And then you you think about the fruit fumble on the yeah, on their side the, of the field. Their which field position what, was crap. Did they, most did, of the time. Yeah, did they get a field goal out of that? You know, so let's just say 22. You know, and then the the fact that we can't punt or anything either and put our defense in bad positions. But all in all, the defense might have gave up 25 points, which isn't a great day. But without Daddy on the field, that's a pretty dang good I day. You, we would have taken that and any it, day two yeah, years if ago. If someone were to tell me, yeah, Daddy's not going to play half of, half of the, the game and, you're, and they're only going to give up 25, I'd be like, I'll take it. Let's go win with our offense. Yeah. And so – and so – to me, what was disappointing was the fact that when they came out of the half and they knew that they'd essentially lost the quarterback of their defense and, and, and daddy Stutzman and the offense didn't go out and say, Hey boys, we got to win this game. We're going to put it on our back of our shoulders. The fact that Levy didn't seem to have that mindset. That's what baffled me. And so I thought our defense, even in the second half played well enough to win. And, uh, Nobody helped them. Special teams didn't help them. Coaches didn't help them. Play calling didn't help them. I mean, they got offense a, didn't help them. They get you a turnover it was, it was a, with two with under three minutes left in the game, and you're up by one on, you know, the opponent's forty five yard line. All you got to do yeah, is get that, one, get one first down. And that the, last, you know, that that's that Torrance last, Marshall. That's Torrance Marshall intercepted against Texas A and M right there. It is to save yeah, the season. It is. We said that, it to me was the that was the most disappointing part of the game. The fact that you have a top ten offense and all you've got to do is pick up one first down, and and you and those and because you're on that side of the field, you might even go for it on fourth down, and because you're on that side of the field, even if you throw an interception, it's as good as a punt. It's a punt, yeah. Like like everything. If, if you do, if you would have got that turnover on the five yard line, the ten yard line, whatever on your side, I get it. you go conservative. But where they were at, and the and to have the offense we have, and the offense not to say, come hell or high water, we're going to go get a first down and win this game, blew my mind. That was that was the most. I, I don't even. I can't even describe what our coaches were thinking. I I I, I agree with that one hundred percent. Like shifting to the offense, I look at it and go. I've been able to tell. I can tell you before when a game starts. Give me two drives, and I can tell you how the offense is going to do in our games. It's been. I told these guys here. We were watching a game. If the first two drives OU goes out and scores, you better get ready because we're going to score all day long. You can't stop that offense. But if they come out and they sputter on the first two, it's going to be. It's going to be a. It's going to be a struggle all day long. And if they kind of split them up, if you get a a good scoring drive and then one. It's going to be hit or miss all day. That's just – it's just – you can tell it by the first two drives what they're going to do. And they came out the first two drives and looked like crap. I mean, just looked like crap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, they – really, I think what blew my mind about the offense was, as I look at it, they couldn't throw the football. 
They could not throw the football down the field at well, all. They would not throw the football. That's what's weird. Could they not throw the football? Or I don't think they, they could. Throw the they wouldn't throw the ball. I, I think Dylan ran the football a lot because guys were not getting open. Okay. I, I don't think there's any separation. They threw the ball more than 10 yards down the field three, two or three times, period. You're Dylan Gabriel. You've got good receivers. You have a Heisman quarterback and you can't throw the it's ball. He's not Kansas. a Heisman quarterback. It's That's Kansas. been established. Push the ball down the field. We didn't do it. He's not a, he's not a Heisman quarterback. It, he's at this point he's played well enough to be in the race. You can't tell me that he's not a good quarterback. He's, he's a good quarterback. Give him a give him the goddamn ball and let him throw it down the field. It, it, he, On third down, got to get a first down to keep the game to, to seal the game. Let him throw the ball. Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, that was crazy. They didn't let him throw the ball in third down. I'm, I'm saying I think you let him throw it. I'm not saying you don't. But I'm telling you right now that Dylan Gabriel, on his good days, he's, he's a really good quarterback. He's not great. He's good. When, he's, when he has a good day, he's a good quarterback. But if he's not having a great day, if he's not having a good day like that, if it's a mediocre day, he's less than a mediocre quarterback. Because... He didn't like the interception, the pick six. He was fourteen of nineteen. That's not that's double that, and I'll take it. But the every pick, time the pick six was awful. That wasn't like, good. The early. second play of the game, pick yeah, six, not he great. Had, he had Anderson man to man, and he throws it to Farouk. A long throw, field. a long throw across, across the field, the field that he sails out there a little bit, and then you see some of the other passes that he makes. He's not like yet that day there. It was. It wasn't the overthrow problem that he, we've seen him have. Like everybody freaks out when he throws one. Oh, there he goes throwing it over their head. It wasn't that on Saturday. No. What he was doing was he was like he. It was like timing was completely off. Like he held the ball too long. He either held it too long or his time. Like their timing with the receivers was off, and he was just a, either he was a, a yard or two out in front of them where they just couldn't get to it. And, and I don't know. I think honestly. I think all of that stemmed from the fact that his second pass of the day was picked off. And I think from that point on, he was like, I ain't throwing nothing close to a defender. And I think, I think Levy knows him. I think Levy looked at him okay. and goes, I can't get him back in control. Now that we're on the offense, don't say nothing until I'm done. Like you do to me. <laughs> when you put Farouk at running back, When you can't score or get a first down, that's an indictment against Levy and Murray and ultimately against Brent, Brent Venables as the head coach. He should have been over in both them guys' faces going, why haven't I got a running back? Give me a dang gum running back. Run the there. ball, and why are you doing this on offense, putting a run a, – wide receiver and trying to run him at running back up the middle between the tackles. Yeah, so he can fumble. Yes. I got uh, here's my point. This this is a serious question. Is Jeff Lebby trying to sabotage our season? Is he mad about the about the Art Brawl stuff? The, the Art Brawl thing? I don't know. Sure. I, I, it's not really that. It's, it's kind of tongue not, in cheek, but, but, you, but it seems gonna, that way. When you call a game that's so bad that you have to ask yourself that question, that tells you something. Yeah, you, 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 you got a point. I mean, really, you have to look at that game and go, "What is Levy doing?" But, well, like you're talking about Farouk. 
if you take Farouk, who's probably our one or two best receiver, yes. and you put him at running back, what does that do to your wide receivers? Oh, yeah. Your, your wide receivers just took a step back because your, your best wide receiver is not at wide receiver anymore. And now you're playing a wide receiver at running back, which is abysmal. I mean, yeah. so now your two position groups are suffering because of one one personnel move. It, did did Tawi get hurt? Late in the yeah. game, yes. Yes, yes. Okay. hurt his I ankle. Just, but that was fairly late. Tawi yeah. was, was the bright spot of the day. Tawi got – Go ahead. You, you watch him run. I just you watch Tawi run, and you're just like, what? Do, do, do we not know by now that he's running back one? That's, I got it in my notes. That's just crazy. He's RB one. As sad as that yeah. is, he is RB one. Yes, it, it is sad. But and he's running well. Don't get me wrong, but he shouldn't be RB one. Not in Oklahoma, he shouldn't be. No. That's like Dominic Whaley being RB one. Yeah, that should not be the case. I, I, I will say too, on there were stuff on. Saturday, even when it wasn't key points of the game, that I just, I just was like screaming at the TV, like, "What are we doing?" I, and just case in point, I remember one play. It was like third and three, and you know it's raining. Was that a, uh, we, a Gavin Freeman sweep? Gavin sweep? Freeman jet freaking sweep. Six of that them. even uh, even I think at this on a dry day on a dry day, you're not gonna you're not gonna pick up three yards on that. But on a wet day, you're talking about you're going to run a jet sweep. A guy's going to be running laterally. He's going to have to put his foot in the ground eventually and cut upfield to try to get that three yards. And on a, on a wet surface, no, he like, just runs it out of bounds. Doing? That's tackled. the dumbest. It's like the I don't know, guys. I was Shame. just like, what I, we are have, we doing? If, if we haven't figured out what Gavin Freeman in all the talk of the preseason bull crap with him, I ain't buying none of it. He, I mean, is he I, I, is he a good I, kid? Is he is he all right as a player? Yeah, is no, he's not good enough to be on the field. If you want to tell me, hey, we, no, we're not. running jet, we're running jet sweeps to stretch the field. They got to defend every blade of grass, and maybe Gavin Freeman breaks one on second down. Fine, but when it's third and three, you need to pick it up, and it's wet outside. That's not the play you call. Nope. It's dumb. It's a dumb play. That was that's and that, great. And that kind of stuff drove me crazy all day. That's great. The first two or three times a defense season at the beginning of the year, and it may go for a touchdown or a big play or something, but you ain't fooling anybody. Ran it six times in that game. Did we really? Yes. I didn't know that, but <sighs> not not all Gavin Freeman, but we ran uh, six jet sweeps. I don't know if I'm I'm done with Lebby. I'm like, I'm just well, find somebody else. I, I'm not a fan game. of his offense. They were sneaking up the safeties all day. When are we going to run a flea flicker? One freaking time. When are you just going to throw flicker? it 20 yards down the field? When are you going to throw it to Nick Anderson down the field? They were man-to-man on Nick Anderson on our, our wideouts. They were man-to-man <laughs> Excuse me, all day, and they stacked the box, and we did not push the ball down the field. See, I think, I think the killer – for the down the field throw, I think I think what you're missing on that. Go back and think who was the down the field threat that we had. I know it was Andrew. It was Andrew. But the hold on, hold on. Give me just a second with Nick Anderson. I know you're gonna Nick Anderson, Nick Anderson. But when Nick Anderson was on the field, guess who was on the field with him? Andrew Anthony. Who do you got to put with Andrew Anthony? You got to put your fastest, best cornerback on Andrew Anthony because he will burn that best cornerback. And it doesn't matter. What about Nick Jaquez Anderson? Badaway? Will we not. We're all about how fast he is. Jaquez isn't as fast as Andrew. The fastest kid on the team outside of Andrew, and well, he's faster than Andrew, 
is Brendan Thompson, but he's not healthy, healthy yet. Okay. I'm going to go with that. But I got man-to-man. I got a receiver that is six foot you four. Can't, you can't tell me that Kansas has got four freaking defensive backs that are faster than three of our wide receivers. I got Jaden Gibson. I think uh, they're better than them. Bull crap. No shoot. They, they proved crap. it. We, didn't, we weren't getting separation. Kansas's, Kansas's weak point was their safeties. But we got that Logan kid was pretty good. We got two yeah, he was. two wide receivers in the six four to six six foot range. They're man to man on them all day. Push them down the field, throw 50-50 balls, and let them go get it. They don't have the to outrun them. Thirty percent of the time, it's a pass interference call anyway. So you might as well throw it down the field. Nick Anderson goes down the field exactly right. Shane goes down the field one long play. They throw in the ball. They get pass interference, and they never do it again. the The deal is, is you can you can call a play that may require a fifty fifty. It has a fifty fifty ball in it, but it doesn't mean Dylan's going to throw it. He's got options. I wonder how much of that, how much of it is. Is there a play designed in there to throw the ball and Dylan doesn't throw it? I don't know. I'm not blaming Dylan by any means. I, I think he had a decent day. Other than the pick six, you got to look back and say it wasn't his fault. I again go back to say I'm I'm 100 on the fact that right now Jeff Lebby's not calling good plays. He's not calling good games, and he, and he, it started these last two weeks. Before that, everybody, well, everybody would, was whoa, whoa. everybody would say, "No, stop! Don't even start." No, I'll start. Everybody would say that the Texas game, he was a magician when he called oh, the play. He, he did great. He called the heck but of a there game. There were some games before that. There were some games before it. Where SMU it didn't game, look great. Yeah, we were having the same discussion. SMU game. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were. It's just the deal of like, you go, is he that bad? Well, I mean, but the deal is, you're going into this game like you're the number seven offense in the country. Number seven, number eight, something like that. Your top ten offense. The defense is well, top I think 40. That's what we talked about all – I know, and that's what's the weird thing about it. Like, on paper, this our, – our, our offense looks better, right? And uh, But when you watch it in real time, like that game yesterday, you're like, I just don't put this on the, the defense. I mean, our defense gave the offense every opportunity to win. And, and most of the day, I wasn't – screaming at the tv because of the defense you know have we um, not learned over these years i mean like we had lincoln riley as our offensive coordinator we had him as our head coach for crying out loud for all these years have y'all not i mean do you not realize now like your defense is what they are now we know that like when we had lincoln riley our defense was trash and it was always trash it was never like there was never games where you were like ooh, unless you were playing a lesser opponent like, once you started playing Big 12 play, they were what they were. You knew what you are going to get. They're going to give up every every time. They're going to give up points. And then once every blue moon, they're going to come up with a turnover or something like that, and you're going to go, oh, wow, they did really good. Defenses are really consistent. But offenses, even Lincoln Riley's offense, when you look back, there were times it just sputtered. They just don't go, and it's like – and I don't know. I think a lot of times it's not so much personnel or guys not playing, doing their part as much. I, I think some of it, you know, you can always throw in the fact that even for the offense for OU, 
There were some unnecessary penalties, stupid stuff like that. 11 penalties for 100 yards. But when you look at it, you go, there's just games where offensive stru- offenses don't do well, right. and, and defenses seem to be the more consistent on any team. I mean, look at Georgia. Georgia's a perfect example. Their team, when they when they blow people out of the water, it's because their offense plays really well. When it's a close game, it's not because their defense didn't play well. It's because their offense sputtered. I will say this. Uh, we turned the ball over three times, and you turned the ball over three times to a decent team, and you're beat. We we turned the ball over three times. Yes. Yeah. And then the worst part well, They did, it, too. I understand And they, they weren't beat. No, but it was a close game, wasn't it? Yeah. We don't have three turnovers. Well, I We fare a lot better. But another thing is that one drive, we, we got three – 15-yard penalties back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. We gave them 45 yards in penalties in one drive. Yeah. That's essentially a touchdown. Well, and, and a penalty on the on the goal line that essentially yes. probably would have been a field goal that turned into another four points. Yes, and that was a stupid yep. call. But and that was, that was, it was a terrible call. But Well, and I don't remember the, the one, too, where one of our defenders – was just driving through the tackle. I mean, it wasn't. That was the was one over, it was over on that the sideline. That, that was cold. That was on dumb. the sidelines. That should have never been called. I'm not. You're not going to get those calls in the Big 12 this year. Everybody knows it. We're we but, are on our way out. I mean, that, that didn't help. But I it, that wasn't that wasn't the game. No. I mean, it comes down to like you said, Dad. You just don't throw the pick six and we win the game. I mean, that's the that's seven points right there. We would have been up by eight. With I, I look back at like even like special teams. Like you think about the special teams, we we fumble the ball on a kickoff return, hits a guy right in the chest, he drops it, and and it was who was that? It was a uh, on Gosh. what was this on the kickoff? Who was that that dropped it? Marcus Stripling. It was Stripling. Was Mark so White. Stripling? So here's my problem with that: is they're kicking into the wind. And we were kicking into the wind at one point in time, too. And if you'll remember, all those balls landed on the 10-yard line. And their returner returned the ball. So Kansas, because their coach is highly intelligent, and he makes adjustments, he says, hey, when we're going to kick into the wind, let off on it a little bit. Let's kick it to the 15 or the 20, and let's not let the returner return it. Let's make one of their non-returners Field a ball in the wet rain, and we couldn't do it. I mean, that's coaching. That's a coach move there. He says, hey, pooch that sucker right to that guy right there, and they did. I don't know that our kicker's talented enough to do that. He's not proven it. But I'm still saying, why wouldn't you, when you're kicking into the wind, make one of their guys – because they didn't they fumble the opening kick? Was it the opening kick that they fumbled? Yes, it was yes. the opening kick. They fumbled the opening kick. Why wouldn't you do that over and Why wouldn't you kick to different guys? Like, when you're kicking into the wind, why wouldn't you kick it to their next level of guys and make them fill the ball? Which are normally defensive guys. Oh, yeah. They're it guys was, that are able to block. and Guys, it was a bunch of mistakes. It was penalties, turnovers. Yeah. It was stupid play calling. But the glaring was, part of it's Levy. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I, I've, well, in special teams. I mean, special teams is killing us right now. They've I been mean, terrible a, all year. You can't punt the yeah. ball. You've got to be able to punt the ball and further when, when than what he does. Kick, when you can't kick field goals, it, it puts you in a goofy situations. When you can't punt well, 
to put you in the goofy situations. When you're kicking the ball out of bounds, I don't think we did it in this game, but it's just like I our mean, special teams have been atrocious. I mean, we took the we took the delay a game to punt it there. And you're thinking yeah. all you got to all you have to do they punted it they, is pin they, them inside they, the five or ten. Let me tell you about this play. Ball was on the thirty-five. Okay, we took a delay a game five-yard penalty back us up to the forty. Uh huh. Punted it for a touchback, fifteen yards. You gave them fifteen extra yards. Is all, all you, mm-hmm. Come on. How about we? How about we go for it on fourth down, or at least throw the ball on third down, or run it on you know. Just, I mean, do we not have a punter that can directionally punt it? I mean, punt it out at the ten. That's high school stuff. Well, when he's when he's that's what's crazy. When he's standing on the on the ten yard line and you need him to like boot it, then he punts it out of bounds at about the fifty. Yeah. So why can't he do that when he's when he's aiming? Yeah. I don't know. Do what you do when you're standing in <laughs> You've been about. better off throwing, like, hey, the, try to, throwing that sucker in the to, end zone and getting an interception than you would have punting no, it for a touchback. Uh, I don't disagree. Right. It, but you, we've said it. Special teams are going to come back to bite this team before it's all said and done. They already have. But, yeah. But do you, do you not feel, and I understand we have some injuries right now, but do you not feel like, similar to last year, this the team, wheels are falling rather off of than it? improving, like we've already peaked? I and feel like we've peaked. Well, we've taken two steps out. backwards since the Texas game, for sure. Yeah, we it, peaked at Texas. Guys, the wheels are coming off if we don't watch it. I'll be quite. I'll be surprised if we beat Oklahoma State. I would be too. We're going to talk about it here what, in a few minutes. So. What and here's and you know it kind of is interesting because you start looking back and you're just like, how were we fooled? You know what I mean? Did, did we did we start buying into the hype? Because you really look back and you're like, okay, I was cautiously optimistic all the time. We 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 were, but we struggled against Cincinnati. We struggled against UCF. We've we've. I mean, well, the front the front half I, of our schedule was was very weak. Weak, yeah. yes, very weak. Back half so is going to be loaded. So you take little, little, little the, more loaded. Outside of the Texas game, which was a bit of sooner magic to win that one, even outside of the Texas game, what win do you look like at and go? That was an impressive win. There's not one, and all I can find is Iowa State. That was a good game. Yeah, they played well. But I mean, that's the only game I can look at and go, yeah, they. They beat a team like they should have beat a team. If y'all remember, at the start of this, and I'm not pulling my own chain or anything, just telling you. The you said we was going to go undefeated. Said was going to go 12 and 0. I was wrong about that. I said we're going to have defense. top 40 defense. You're wrong about that so far. It's okay. Well, that's okay. But what did I tell y'all that I worried about? Our BYU? offense. Are off. Y'all laughed at me. I worry about a lot of stuff right now, well, offense included. But at the start of the season, I watched our offense last year, and I thought, I don't trust our offense. Like I didn't I trust our offense under Lincoln Riley. Lincoln on a bad day would still throw up 40 points. He got a point. Yeah, because he got the ball so many times because the defense care. didn't do anything care. but give up touchdowns. He can still score points. But, I mean – at this point, I'm worried about going seven and five right now. Yeah, I think. there's not a game on our schedule that I think, oh, that's no. a that's a win. Yeah, it's true. At this point, oh, it's very true. Yeah, guaranteed win. There's no there's no guarantees left on this schedule. No, we'll talk about the next one here in a minute. Uh, you want to go back think, over? Or, well, go ahead, Shane. No, I was just saying I think you're right. I think I think I look at it and I go, we're lucky to split the final four 
to get to that nine wins that we were hoping we would get to. Yeah, that I thought Which was, is crazy. was it's crazy uh, to start given seven and zero. It starts it start crazy to start seven and zero and now be thinking, are we actually going to hit nine wins? I I look at it and go, the next game is the gauge. It is. It, it's you you played with fire against lesser opponents. You went out, you mollywopped Texas, and then you come back out the next week and you played with fire again. Because you just didn't bring it, either side of the football. Okay. And then this week we played with fire a little bit more until the point we got burned. Finally, can Brent refocus? I said it when we left Texas. Can can this team handle success? It was Texas's problem for decades. If you can't refocus against Oklahoma State, a rivalry game. So I'm saying this is the game. Then then the season's gonna have you're gonna have some more bumps. If they the can't refocus here, if you don't see them play a good game, like a game that you expect them to play, then we have a we have a bigger problem. I mean, like Brent actually needs to he's gonna be I told I said if he wins nine games this year, he's safe. He still is. I, I think he's safe no matter what. There's nobody's gonna fire him. I'm not gonna call for his job either. But you better You're write good. that down. But there are going to be – I mean, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be some talk. Like, you now next year, doesn't matter what that schedule looks like. doesn't matter that Alabama and Tennessee and all those people are on the schedule. You're going to have to win, and you're going to have to start winning well because if you're not beating teams that you're supposed to beat by what you're supposed to beat them by, people are going to start going, whoa, he's not doing the job. Because right now, you're losing to teams you shouldn't lose to. You're playing close games to teams that you shouldn't be playing close with. And then you have flashes of like greatness against like Texas. You're like, oh, that was a flash of greatness. That looked good. This is where we're going to. And I thought, like everybody else, I thought, ooh, if they come out and they build off of that. But we didn't. I'm like, shame. Did we just peak? Yeah. And if that's the peak, that's bad. Because yeah. that was that wasn't a convincing win. No, it wasn't like that's not a win that's going to take you into the playoffs. That's not a win that'll win you a Big Twelve championship. Because I promise you, Texas is getting better, not a lot better. And I even said it like OU and Texas. If we both continued to get better, OU had much more room for improvement than Texas did. But we're not getting better. We just keep seem to be playing to everybody, whoever we play. Like I will play with you. You. You're trash. We'll play like trash, and we'll see who wins this close game. Okay. All right. Move on. So we had our, our picks against the spread last week. Let's go back through them. I'm excited about this. Uh, if you guys aren't aware. You finally got something right. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all over it. So last have week. you got totals on this? I, I don't have any totals. We don't. Points don't count. Points don't matter, huh? So last week uh, we had the Oregon at Utah. Oregon was favored by five and a half points. Uh, everybody took Oregon, and we were all correct. Uh, the n- next game that we chose was Georgia minus 14 and a half at Florida. Caleb and Pops I thought felt this like was going to be a closer game. Than they this. thought that game would be much closer, and they chose Florida. And Cody and Shane, uh, with what all the, their what wisdom. What the final ended up being? I pretty much blacked out college football after. I did too. I don't remember what the final was. I just know Georgia covered. Uh, so Cody and Shane, with all their wisdom, chose Georgia, and we were we were successful. The last game that we chose was BYU at Texas, and Texas was favored by eighteen and a half points. 
And everyone shamed me because I was like, I still think Texas may go, go with it, go with it, go with it. And I went with it. And I won because Texas blew BYU out. Uh, and uh, they covered. So I was three for three for the week. Shane was two for three. Caleb and Pops, y'all were one for three. That's about my average, ain't it? That's probably about <laughs> dead on. It's better than my average. <laughs> All right. So this week, uh, the games we threw out there, uh, we got Washington minus three and a half at USC. Washington. 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 Yeah, I, I got to go with Washington. I don't know how USC pulled that game off. I don't either. I don't want to go with you guys. I just want to go against it. Go with USC. But I don't want to pick for Tebow. You love Tebow. You know I hate it. him. Hate his guts. Wish he was our offensive coordinator. I'd hire him back in a heartbeat to be our offensive coordinator. I'm going I don't with, want him as a head coach. I'd take him as a O coordinator. I'm going with USC just to make it interesting. But we're going to have to fight the Bears for that, though. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's he's the head coach. That's going to be T-Bob when it's all said and done. Uh, <laughs> LSU at Alabama. Alabama's minus three, and three straight up. LSU beat them last year. I'll go with Alabama. Bama. Yeah, I'm, I'm with. We're all going to pick the same thing, all, all three of us, ain't we? Well, I've, I've picked with Bama all year. I'm the one that said oh, I didn't you? think the wheels were coming off. I thought they were – but they were just fine. I'll just go against the grain again. Give me LSU. Take I'm the LSU. only man putting hair on my chest right now. All right, last one we're Kelly. Last one we're choosing. I hate Brian Kelly too. See, I'm I'm having to go again with all the. Oh, never mind. Did you pick Dirt USC? Bikes, yeah. yeah, I picked them. I took them. Oh, did you? Yeah. Boy, yeah. oh, you're going over three this week, aren't you? All right, we got Mizzou at Georgia. I'll let you pick first this time. Mizzou Georgia. at Georgia minus sixteen. Ooh, minus Ooh, 16. sixteen. And I'm going. I'm going with Mizzou, Georgia. Oh, that's tough. It is a tough game. I'm telling you, that 16 points is a lot of points. I don't care that it happens. in Athens. I thought last week was too many points, and evidently it wasn't. For Texas? For Georgia. For Georgia? Man. 16 points. Mizzou's pretty good. Like, they played pretty I'm well. I'm Mizzou. I'm Mizzou. Yes. Somebody joined me. Give me a second. What are you looking at, Caleb? I'm just looking. If you're looking at, <laughs> they've lost the what game. You... I, I I need to see what Georgia did last week. You call, you're calling your bookie. What are you doing over there? He's got bookies on the phone. Put me down for Georgia. All right, Caleb's going Georgia. What was the score last he's week? Looking, he's looking at the score last year. Forty-three twenty. Against Florida last week, yeah. But Missouri's probably a better team than Florida. Yeah, I just don't trust them. I don't yeah. either. All right, well, we got those picked. Uh, so on the slate this week is are we doing a Thursday pod? If not, let's pick. No, nah, we're doing again. it right now. I've got I've oh, already got us game. slated. We're not going to do a Thursday pod. It's Monday. Um, we got an OU versus Oklahoma State bedlam game. It's the final bedlam. Uh, to ever be played. Uh, it's going to be at Oklahoma State and Stillwater. Uh, I mean, you've already expressed concerns, but what are your thoughts on the game, Pops? Well, I'm going to go with Oklahoma. I think we'll bounce back. I hope we do. I pray we do. If we play 
like we did against Kansas, they will monkey stomp us. But I got to go with OU. I'm an OU fan. I'm going to hope that Brent Venable slaps them around a little bit, grabs Jeff Levy by the throat, and shakes him a little bit, has a talk with DeMarco Murray about his running back room. Oh gosh. That's a – I mean. And let's get something going. Let's go. Let's go. I'm with you. I'm going OU. I'm not picking no score. All I want is a win. I'm going OU like 45-32. I think we get the I think we come out this week and play play tough. I hope so. Shane Man, I don't feel good about this game at all. And that's – and to be honest, I wouldn't feel good about this game if we had – if we were healthy. And, I mean, I've said a long time ago, if, if, if Daddy Stutzman goes down, I think some things can come unraveled. And is he is he, is he going to be – Do we know? I don't know. No, I don't know. I, it seems like he could have went back in the game. He I went think back they in were for being, one play and came back out. I think they were being really precautious with him. I think for that very purpose. I, th- I think Shane's – I think Brent and everybody over there understands if this guy goes down with the talent level right now we have on defense, we've got the kids coming. Don't – nobody freak out. The kids are coming. So you're telling me – you're telling me Daddy Stutzman was available and we didn't call a timeout on fourth and four I, and put him back in for one no, play I, to I win the game. I 100% believe that's I exactly – I think – no, I think Brent is – I think Brent's – you guys have – if you haven't learned anything about the man, he could give crap about the moment. He's then, a big – Then why are He's we a big-picture guy. Then why are we playing guys that are banged up? Uh, Brennan Thompson, banged up, right? He got, a, he got a play in there. I think they're testing to see if they can go. Javante Barnes, a week ago was going to be – we're going to sit him for the rest of the season. He's our number two running back right now. I just, I'm yeah, telling. It's bull crap. All right. Calling bull crap on Brent Benables needs to go. Let's go. Fire I'm not saying that. No, I think yeah. it's right. Let's go with it. Because he's the guy that's picking whether or not he goes out there. The deal is he tried him. I think he, I think Brent looks at, look, Javante Barnes goes down for the season. Who gives a crap? He hadn't done anything yet anyway. If Brennan Thompson goes down for the season, who gives a crap? He hasn't done any. I mean, he's not provi- He's not contributed a whole lot. The deal is, though, when you have a guy like Danny Stutzman, who is – I think if Danny Stutzman all, could play, he would have been playing. I think by all accounts. I, I think he wanted to play. He was standing on the sidelines with his helmet, ready to go back in, and most every guy that was standing on the sidelines, the guys that are sideline reporters, all said he was ready to go back in, ankle taped up, ready to go, I think Brent looked at I it and said, he got, he, "They put him in for one play, and he came out and told him he couldn't go, couldn't move on it. He probably couldn't. No, no. So he couldn't go. He told them he couldn't. go. I can't go, but I think he could have gone. Is he going to go next week? Probably not. Then, well, and that's and that's what changed, and that's why I say, even if he could, I, I don't like this game. The last bedlam in Stillwater." It's going to be a tough win. It's going to it's going to be like playing in the Cotton Bowl again. It's going to have that atmosphere. Yes, and, it is. Um, and so, I think 
I think Oklahoma State wins this one, and I, I'm, I'm honestly a little scared to pick a score. Um, but I'll, I, man, I I think this one could look like a bedlam of old. I think it might be something like 40, 42-35 Oklahoma State. Going with the Okie State, huh? I don't want to. I'm just saying I don't. I don't. I don't think our defense without without Danny's going to be what we would hope it is. I, I still don't think Oklahoma State's. Right. I know they've got a running back and they've ran the ball well, but the way they just they're not that good of a team. They yeah, can't you be. take out the thing is you take out you take out South Alabama, take that game out. And you go back and look at how they're beating people. And they've got a lot more impressive wins than we got outside of our Texas win. I mean, consistently week in, week out, the way they're beating people. Watch, a lot better. Watch their, watch their winning. They're 6-2 and two right now. Okay. They lost to South Alabama. They have beat Central Arkansas 27-13, Arizona State 27-15. Lost to – That game – that Arizona State game was a – Nail biter for them. By lost the way, lost to South Alabama thirty three seven, lost to Iowa State thirty four twenty seven. They beat Kansas State twenty nine twenty one. They beat Kansas thirty nine thirty two, West Virginia forty eight thirty four, and they beat Cincinnati forty five thirteen. Yeah, Bowman's winning. playing better. They've got to run back. Team- they're a team that's getting better every week. We're a team they that's are getting, getting worse better. every week. I agree with that. And that's the that's the thing. Yeah, they early in the season look like crap. Would have loved to have played them about week three. Mm-hmm. But they continue like most Mike Gundy teams. They get better as the year goes on. And like what we've seen with Oh, they're going to want it too. The, they're, you talk about motivation. They will have far more motivation than OU will. I'm not. I'm picking this. I'm not going to pick a score, Code. You got to pick a score. Okay, Oklahoma wins by one. You got to throw the score out there. You can't just say by one. Twenty-one twenty. I don't like this game either, Shane. Can you tell? Yeah, I know. All right, here's my thoughts. I think Oklahoma State is has gotten much better. Um. I've watched I watched a lot of their early season games. I watched the Arizona State game all the way through. Um that was back when they were still shuffling quarterbacks trying to figure it out. Quarterback situations kind of settled down for him. Um he's not good, but he's he's serviceable. serviceable. Yeah. He's a serviceable quarterback. Um wide receiver core is not good, but they're serviceable. Um but what they have is an excellent running back, and they have a great running game. Uh, what gives me pause in anything is the fact that I, I look at a game like this and I go, who's got the better defense, period? It's Oklahoma. Oklahoma's got a better defense than they do. It's just proven. It, it, they do. It puts Stutzman on the field. We're a much better defense. You take him off the field, we're a slightly better defense. Um, who's got the better offense? Oklahoma has the the big playability that Oklahoma State does not. Um, now, can we run the football? I don't know. Uh, Ty Wee again. I I think he's proven himself to be RB one. I think if I mean, you, it, I think if you let him run the football, does he play? I, I think he I think he does. I, he I don't know. I mean, it, even if he doesn't, 
it, how much drop off is there? It's not a ton. These guys, everybody, I, I think, I think if, if Ty, we can't go, you're going to see Caleb Hicks. I hope so. And I, I think he's, I, I think Caleb Hicks is, is I mean, the guy. I'm not claiming he's a better than them, but I'd like to see somebody besides what we've seen. What was he doing with Marcus Major? Anybody here? He's, Marcus is hurt. He's hurt. He got shoulder. Hurt. Yeah, he's he's been hurt ever since he came here. Yeah, kid he can't kid play. spends his whole time here hurt. Yes, he's he just needs to wrap it up and go home. I hate to say that, not picking on him. I'm just saying you can't. You got to be able to play ball, and you're the hurt. best ability is availability. Yes, it is. And so I I look at this whole thing and go, what is Oklahoma? One game. There's been one game that somebody really gashed us in the running game, and it was Kansas. Kansas did it not so much in a conventional way, though. And that's the way Oklahoma State's going to try to do it. It's more of a conventional running game, far more, far less shifting all that crap that Kansas puts out there. I think the problem with Kansas was really when you get down to it, when you're young and dumb, you you can't. You can't throw that kind of crap at you and you expect them to play well. You, If you're ultra-talented and you're dumb, you can make up for your lack of stupid... You, you know, you can make up for your stupidity when it comes... Or your ignorance when it comes to that offense. Uh, when you're talented, not ultra-talented, when you're just kind of talented and you're ignorant, you'll, you're going to pay the price. And we did. And we paid for it. We didn't pay for it a ton, but we paid for it some. I think against Oklahoma State, I don't think the ignorance, I don't think there's going to be that much ignorance in it. They're not going to change. They're not going to move formations. They're not going to do all that crap that Kansas does. I think they're going to try to run it down your throat because that's what they've been successful with with everybody else. I don't think you can do that against Oklahoma. With And Texas tried to and couldn't do it. And there's been teams that have just said, you know what, we're going to try to run the ball against you, and they couldn't do it. I think Oklahoma's defense bows their back and says no. And I think Oklahoma's offense does just enough. I think it's 32-24. I got Oklahoma winning it. I, now, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's – I don't know if you all know this or not, but I think we rushed for about 235, 40 yards against Kansas and scored right. five rushing touchdowns and lost the ball game. Rushed 269. Yeah. Outrushed them. Outrushed them. Yeah. i tell you what lost us the ball game. And I'm looking at the stats right here. Third down efficiency. You know what we were from third down? I'll probably piss poor. Two to ten. Two to a, a ten. Yeah. That is abysmal. Yes. You know why? Because we were behind the chains. Yeah. And we rushed for it on third down a lot of times. Yep. Well, I, I, you look at – but you got to think. Why were you behind the chains? It was – it I, I, again – Jet sweep. Jet sweeps. <laughs> bubble screens. You're behind the chains a lot of times for Penalties. that. Stupid penalties, all that stuff. We should have. You look at the stats. We should have won that game. I I can honestly tell you this much. Should have won that game, and, and that makes me feel even better. Because at the end of the day, the offense doesn't come out and look like crap twice in a row. Usually, they usually find their footing. Tell me when they have. And here's here's what's frustrating. You're me, making faces. We were we were a six win team last year, and yet we beat Kansas. And we beat Oklahoma State. And there's a good chance we lose these games back-to-back this year. And so you're telling me that that team last year, which was already – and we we won those games 
I mean, the Oklahoma State game, we wasn't the margin of victory wasn't great, but we dominated most of that game. I felt like the Kansas game, we we kind of dominated that game too. So you're telling me that these two teams that we were able to to really dominate last year, they not only caught us in a, in a year, but then surpassed us in a year where we've drastically improved. Like, how does that happen? I think, and that's 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 something I think we need answers for. I think I think what kills OU right now against team one is the offense just sucked on Saturday. If we win that football game, even if we win it by a field goal, there the gloom and doom's not here right now. Nobody says, not one soul in this room says we're going to lose to Oklahoma State. Everybody in this room's like, "Yeah, that was a hiccup." We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure I mean, it out. I agree with that. Yes. Everybody in this room says the same thing. Uh, if if Dylan if Dylan drives us down the field at the end of that game and we go score or whatever, if we get the first down, if we get the interception that hits Key Lawrence in the chest, any of those things happen. We don't fumble the ball on the kickoff. We don't throw a pick six. Any of those things happen. We win. And we win the football game. And everybody goes, eh, we didn't play great, but we won. We won. And and everybody would look at it and go, well, Danny was down. It was a sloppy day in Kansas. Peyton Bowen cold, wasn't rainy. Yeah. It was yeah. cold and rainy. Peyton I, Bowen I, I, wasn't I available. You know. But if you told me if you told me if we won that game, we came back, we threw you. And is, hell there and is, uh, we win the game, but you're telling me Danny's not playing against Oklahoma State. I've got concerns. Yeah, and, I mean, even like, 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 even so, I mean, like, oh, you look at trying to pump smoke. Well, I mean, even like the deal of like, you're like, hey, Marcus Major, he's not, he, he's just good, go out to pasture. One of the things about Marcus Major has, he, he has, he hasn't dropped the football. He is a change of pace back that I think, I think that's why you saw so much of Farouk. I would I would rather have Marcus Major than Jalil Farouk in the back. But I think that's I why no I, I think they, why they I think I would rather have any of our running backs than Jaleel Farouk at running back. Did you notice though that I mean they did not give the ball to Javante Barnes. They let him block. Well no, they gave it to him one time. And this is this is what I miss about number twenty six. The man had vision. Kennedy Brooks had vision down the field. They hand the ball off to Barnes, and if he makes the right cut and goes off if. the tail end of Jacobs, Sexton, Jacob Sexton, it's a touchdown. Bar- and he cuts the other way and takes a one-yard loss. Barnes but, had five carries for 17 yards. Yeah. But that, but that's yeah. the thing with every running back we have right now, and everybody's like, oh, DeMarco can't get it right. Maybe DeMarco's sitting there going, which one of you guys can break a run? I know you're a DeMarco Murray fan. I'm a Jalil big DeMarco Fa- Murray fan. It ain't fan. Jalil Farouk, I can guarantee well, you that. Yeah. Because he All just hauled in the number one running back in the country. I don't care. I don't care what you say who he brought in. He's a great recruiter. Somebody needs to look at that running back room and go, what in the heck? Is going on? You think there. he's forgot how to coach one year? No, I don't Eric know if, ever, was, if he knows how to coach. Eric Gray looked great last year. Why is it that I Eric Gray? Eric Gray fan. You weren't, but no. he was dang good. Well, he had a good year, yeah. But this year, it's been. You gotta admit, we go from these two running backs this game to these two running backs this game to back to these two this game, and it's it just so happens that both of them at the same time have a good week of practice or they have a bad week of practice, and then we hear Barnes is hurt, but he, he's going to play this week, but he's banged up. 
Let's just be honest. Fighting with if, it's, it's it's been a cluster the entire time. If their coaching, whole, whole if the coaching staff would be honest and just come out and say what they really need to say, this is what they would tell you. We want a running back to show us that they can make the right cut, that they can make a man miss, and that they can go score from 20 yards out or make a 15-yard run every now and again. Not one of them outside has. of Tywee Walker, Walker this week has done it. None of them. And that's the thing. Why aren't you running Tawi Walker? When I'd, I'd love to see a stat of how many how many of our running backs have had a run over ten yards. And not I very many. Tawi's not going to Tawi doesn't break away, but I just it, from my memory, but, I, outside of Sawchuck's run and a couple. I mean, Tawi's the one who is. But I think the, run, picking up the big chunks. I and think so, the reason DeMar- also, we don't need a guy to break a run. We just need a guy to pick up third and three. That's I think DeMarco need. hates him because I don't think he hates him. Makes me wonder think, why why he was fighting with the coach. I think DeMarco yeah, it makes me wonder probably because he got bumped down to third like, string because he ball. looked at somebody funny or something. I think I think DeMarco wants Tyree to be the third and fourth down back. I think that's what he wants. I think he says, I've got a third and fourth down back. Who doesn't want one of those guys that can go, hey, we're third down and four, run his butt out there? He'll get it. Well, I don't know if DeMarco the, Murray knows this or not, but he's got one back, and his name is Tawee Walker. The other problem is he's not a first or second down back all the time because you what you want on your first and second down backs Prove it. in Lebby's offense. Prove it. Put him out there and let him run 25, he did. 30 carries a game. He ran all dang day. <laughs> yeah, and how much did he, how much did he gain? He gained great until they said, hey, you know what he can't do? He can't cut. We'll just stand in the hole that he's coming through because that's what they did. He does not cut. He does not change his direction. He yeah, runs he, straight forward. He follows and, blockers. And he hits somebody and gets smacked down. That's it. At the end of the day, yes, he is a third and fourth down back. He's great at it. And he's a first and, down back that gets and right five now, or six yards on And right now, he's RB1, which is unfortunate. But it's because Javante Barnes, because Marcus Major, because whatever his name is, the other kid, the Sawchuck kid. Well, we don't they know cannot, because they don't play. No, nope, Sawchuck back can't change direction. I think they're looking at Jalil Farouk thinking maybe he'll get through the line and at least make a cut. What about Hicks or Smothers? Like, Give him a shot. I'm, I'm, a, I'm okay with that. But again, if that's not DeMarco's call, if he wants to pull a red shirt, it's not. You look at me like he's the head coach. Fire him. Go find you a better running backs coach. You going to bring Kel Gundy back? Because he's the only one out there that I know of that's better. That's the only running backs coach out there that's better. Period. Because DeMarco Murray's. I'm sure we can find Because DeMarco Murray went out against the number one offensive guy in the world and Lincoln Riley, and ripped the number one running back in the country away from him, from his territory, and said, come play for me, and he did. At the end of the day, he's doing exactly what he's going to do, and Eric Gray, you can say you don't like him. You may not. He, everybody's like, oh, he's junk, he's junk, he's junk. DeMarco Murray got him for one year, and then he turned into a great running back, and he was very good last year. Let's I wrap didn't this say up. He was wrap it up all you want. I'm just telling you the truth. You just don't like the truth getting thrown at you. You, you don't like your boys I didn't you know, say us talking bad about DeMarco. It's fine. Back, but he wasn't, he wasn't number 26. Well, nobody's you can't like just – you can't say, hey, this guy's got the same talent level. No. But did he get as much as you could get out of an Eric Gray that you could get? Yeah, probably You're so. Darn right he did. 
But why why is it that all of a sudden DeMarco forgot how to coach? He didn't. Well, he got Eric Gray was a transfer. Uh, again. He might have got coached somewhere else. Well, he was trash when that. he was at Tennessee, and then he came to Oklahoma, and y'all said he was trash for a year, and then all of a sudden he's If he great. was on this team, he'd be third string this week and fifth string next week. If he was on this team, start running back he was on this team, we'd now. be undefeated. Let's let's move on. Move on. This is ridiculous. Well, the only thing we got left is Pop's pastime pick them. Thank goodness. For it's what? an offensive coordinator. Try to find us a new one, Pops. Okay. Uh, that ought to be easy to find. Pull a name out of a hat. Okay. A good offensive coordinator. Lincoln Riley. Son of a <laughs> Don't put him Pull on. Pull a different no. name out of the hat. No, guys, I'm telling you right now. He was He's a good of, offensive coordinator. He was one of the best. I'm not talking about head coach. I'm not talking about him winning, you know, the, uh, of all the people, really, Citizen we couldn't throw out Mark award. Mangino or Chuck Long. I'm or telling you right now, Mike Leach, Heupel, Kevin Wilson. Yeah. If I'm at, if I'm at Oklahoma right now and I'm Brent Venables and he come knocking on my door and said, "Can I be your offensive coordinator?" I'd go, "Goodbye, Jeff Lebby. Peace." These are, these are, there could be a bunch of them, but Jeff Lebby ain't one of them. I can tell you oh right. boy. I can tell you right now, <laughs> just throwing it out there to finalize it out. If DeMarco was to get fired tomorrow, 112 teams would be looking for him. Get off your I'm sure. I'm sure they would be right Jeff Levy, too. Does that make you feel good? Huh? Uh, Jeff Levy would be, too. Well, Jeff I mean, since he's got be... a top 10 offense, I would say I'd go after him. Yeah. He won't in about three weeks. He won't if he keeps this up. Who are you going to get? I'm seriously, who, who's the who – I don't know, you... Cody. There's a thousand other freaking people like, out I'm, there. I'm not saying I'm, – I'm, I'm anti-Jeff Lebby right I'm now. I'm not wanting to fire Jeff Lebby right now. What yeah, I'm wanting are. to let do is Jeff Lebby to get his head out of his hiney and start being an offensive coordinator. Hey, Shane, who would you hire for your offensive coordinator? Well, that's, that's what it's hard about, right? What, so there's six offensive coordinators in the nation that might be better than Lebby? That's what I'm thinking. You know, but it's like... Who are you going to draw away? That's the problem. It's It's not the overall offensive scheme or anything like that it's just situational and i will tell you this even under kevin wilson he used to drive me nuts because his situational play calling was what would drive me crazy his overall offensive prowess and his stats and all that were great but there are certain times in a game that demand certain calls and that's what drives me crazy i've got the name and and jeff levy appears to me to be a guy that makes a bad call Realizes I made a bad call and then goes to chasing it. You know what I'm saying? It compounds it. Yes. One. Okay. Let me do this tricky play right here and see if I can make up. Oh, that was bad. Let me try this. And it's just a downhill slide. Jeff, stick to your game plan. Call your plays, the ones you had on paper when you got to the game, and make it work. I have the I have the replacement. Who's that? Smart Mangino, man. You know he still wants to coach. Go get him. I, I don't know that he'd be, but I don't. I, I, it would be hard to find. The I don't know that he could do it. Still of finding someone that's better than Levy. I'm just saying I want Levy to do better. I want to him to do, do better. better. Yeah, I just and and I don't and I, when I say that I don't mean I'm wanting to move from seventh to to fifth. I'm just saying in. Just like you're the seventh best team in the nation. I just want you to realize when you get when your defense gets an interception that hands you the ball with two minutes left to go, and you you know if you pick up a first down, the game's over. You know your middle linebacker who quarterbacks the defense is hurt. 
and you've got a Heisman contender under center that you say, I'm going to daggum take Dylan Gabriel and go win the game. And I'm going to, I'm going to have four plays in my, in my pocket that are, are winners that are, they're going to get positive yardage. We're going to move it down the field. We're going to pick up this. And, and you get your guys over on the sideline, they slap their heads and you're like, we're going to do this. We're going to pick up this first down and all the offensive linemen, everybody come out and they, and they pop people in the mouth. And that's just like, that's felt like we were kind of lollygagging on that. And it's just like, what are we doing? I also, so that's what I want. I want situational play call. I agree. I, I felt like, I mean, you, you realize he didn't even run Dylan Gabriel in those last, like no, I would have ran it. Guess who you put in a running back in that last series? Was Javante, wasn't it? Javante Barnes. Now, why would you put him in when you need this yardage? Who have you went? And I know Tawi Walker's out. But who I'm, fine is with putting, I'm fine with putting Barnes back there. I'm not. Not when Sawchuck's been doing 90% of the ball carrying. I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I don't put Barnes back there. I'm going Sawchuck. Well, even, even if that. But even I wouldn't. That, I would have used Sawchuck as this. a decoy, and I'd have ran, I'd ran Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, but. I'd have ran his well, legs off. What well, even we that, I would have. Why not spread them out? Why not go five? Why not go five wide and have Dylan Gabriel? If you're going to run the ball, and I'm sure somebody's going to be spying him, but even if you got a spy, it's do RPO. Let him go pick up. Let him go pick up on that first play. I'd have spread them out. Act like I'm going to throw it. Quarterback draw. It's quarterback draw. Even if it's only the, one, two, three yards, it's the, more positive. They the, do you do you realize they ran three plays and picked up. Negative two was yards. Two, or two yards and three Negative. plays? Two yards. Negative two. Ridiculous. Javante Barnes run for one yard. Dylan Gabriel run for one yard. Well, the, Dylan Gabriel was sacked. Javante no, Barnes runs for out. five yards. So they, they picked up six yards, basically, on it in three plays. Yeah, but so, but your, Dylan first Gabriel plays, your first two plays, you gain, you gain two, two yards in two plays. That was, That's ridiculous. Because – Gabe was like, why would you run that play? I just – I think what you do on that – You line up and run the ball at them or you spread them out like Shane said and you throw the ball. You do what you do. I think you spread – I think Shane's right. I think you spread them out. But I think you roll the pocket when you do it. Whatever. I think you roll the pocket, let Dylan get outside of it a little bit, and let him have – Let him try to run. I don't think he's the greatest outside of the pocket passer, but he still has made plenty of passes outside of the pocket – but what he is good at is when it's all broke down, when like there's no pass there, he's got he's got moxie to him. Yeah. He'll go get he'll get yardage. Well we saw it. We saw it on the goal line run, right? Where yeah. he, he, he runs past the guy and then he takes the safety and, and runs him into the end zone. It's just like, well, I mean that's a pretty good indication right there that at, at least where I get it. You don't you want to make them burn timeouts, you want to run the ball. But you got to tell me there's some more creative ways than what they did to try to pick up, you know, 10 yards and at least put yourself into a fourth down situation where you might go for it. Yeah. It was, I, that just blew my mind. It was poor. Wish I could have called that series. It was poor. Well, we got Oklahoma State this coming week. So. Yeah. Next week, y'all well, get to hear the Oklahoma meltdown. Yeah. We let's lose hope that not. one. Or we, will yeah, be we lose that game next week. You can just mode. forget about yeah, me being on a podcast. I, I'll pass on that one. <laughs> I ain't wasting my time on it. If we if we win by more than ten, we'll we'll start talking national championship again. Yeah. You'll, you'll watch the mood swing happen pretty quick. Yeah. Anything else you guys yeah, got? Yeah, I got something. I love you guys. Love you too, pops. Love you too, pops. Love you too, Dad. I 
guys, it, we're just a few days away. We'll find out how it goes. One of my kids has got ball games that day, but I'm letting somebody else take them to the game so I can watch <laughs> Bedlam. 2.30 kickoff? Huh? 2.30 kickoff? Yeah. Hey, look, we're not going to get a nighttime kickoff ever again. Not in well, the Big 12. Next year. Actually, for that game, I'm glad it's not. Yeah, I don't want them. I don't. We, no, we I don't, don't place gets they a little loud at night. It, they, yeah. yeah. They, they can don't be loud the there. Yeah, they get those, what are those? those reindeer. Those bats and those reindeer. That they get some reindeer out there to thumping. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, when they're over there on the side of the wall there. Now, I, I, look, I, I always look on the bright side. We can always look at the fact that uh, we can bank on, you know, Mike always pees down his leg when it comes to Oklahoma. So we yeah. got that going for us. Yeah. So anyway, uh, anything else that yeah. we need to go over? Let's go. All right, guys. It's been another episode of Sooner Born, Sooner Bred. Obviously, not the best one we ever did, but hopefully next week it'll be great. And if not, uh, well, you ain't we'll great. We'll see you uh, next year. We'll see you next season. <laughs> see you next time. Take this so dog on big.